This is The Politics of Everything, and I'm your host, Amber Danes. Welcome to the podcast where we want to discuss the politics of everything, from money to motherhood, nutrition to narcissism, startups to secularism, the environment to equality, and much more. Our guests are experts in their field or topic of choice, even if you've not yet heard their name. This is a bipartisan podcast. So while we love exploring varied views and get a buzz from a healthy debate, by no means is this a one-sided forum for any one political view. So please listen up and enjoy the politics of everything. Welcome to episode 20. I'm with Carrie Kwan, who spent over a decade in the world of online business. Her first startup was a lifestyle site called Daily Addict that began in 2008. And in August 2016, she launched her second online business called Mums & Co., this latest venture aims to inspire women to realise success by creating what she hopes will become Australia's most connected and empowered community of mums in business. Carrie is a mum of two herself and knows from experience what other working mums running businesses need most. Here she is to share her ideas on the politics of online business. Welcome, Carrie. Thanks, Amber. Such a pleasure to be here. Excellent. Well, I, I'd love to just step back a little bit. Your earlier career, before you were this digital entrepreneur, what sort of career experience did you have? I've always had a love of writing, a love of people. So it made sense for me to start my career in public relations and marketing. I worked in the corporate sector, so professional services, and it was an institutional bank that I left to start my first startup. Wow, very, very different. So something quite corporate by the sounds of it. It was pure corporate. <laughs> it was um, a different environment. I loved it. Um, it was a great sort of starting ground for me. I learned a lot from, from very clever people. And, uh, you know, to be honest, I actually never thought I would have my own business, let alone an online business. Well, that's interesting. So we're thinking, if we think a little bit back to, to when you did start Daily Addict and for those who've never experienced it, what was Daily Addict really about and what does it do? Daily Addict is a lifestyle guide and our, you know, the purpose was to enrich people's lives one serendipitous experience at a time because experiences really enrich your life. Um, I thoroughly believe that. At the time when I had launched it, I had spent some time in London as a PR and you know, you do what everyone else does in when you're in a new city. You're kind of hungry to learn where are the best places to go to, to eat, to see, to visit. And you've only got a short amount of time there. Uh, so you want to make sure it's a great experience. It's not a fail experience. And every time I got a recommendation from someone like me, I always had a pretty good time. And that's the, that's the feeling. That's, that's what we were trying to connect people with and bring back when I launched Daily Addict in Sydney almost 10 years ago. Wow. And I guess to cast our minds back 10 years ago, there was no Instagram. Facebook was in its infancy. And really, there wasn't that kind of peer-to-peer recommendations that we're kind of used to now with social media. It feels like Daily Addict was very much an early adopter of that mindset. Yeah, it's um, it was an interesting time, but such a journalist time. I was fascinated with the digital industry, and you're right, Twitter was new. Um, I remember vividly going to an event to cover it, and I was tweeting from the event, um, and I had to apologise to the people around me because I was on my phone, and that was such a taboo because it's it was basically being rude that you weren't listening to the speaker you were on your phone <laughs> so even the um the working right was a little bit different there 
Absolutely. Now, if we sort of expect everyone to be on their smartphones, no matter what they're doing, so very different times. And thinking a little bit more about that landscape that's changed maybe in the past 10 years, it seems like it's easier in many ways. The barriers to entry to start up a business online do seem simpler. What's changed this second time around for you with Mums & Co.? Okay, so the online business landscape has significantly changed. You know, digital was such a new thing. It's not a new thing now. The conversations around whether or not a brand should be online um, or doing digital marketing were uh, ha- have gone in leaps and bounds. We were sort of talking about definitions of this is a newsletter at the time, and now it's almost compulsory to be in this space if you have a business. I think 20% of businesses are... Uh, small businesses are, are thinking of having an online present um, in the next year. Um, so that's even growing more. The adoption by, I guess, the consumers as well um, was low. So even the simple act of uh, using a phone was challenging no- social norms and now everyone is on their mobiles. So if you look at the digital landscape now, it's permeated almost every aspect of our lives Um, social media, 71% of people in Australia have a Facebook profile. One in two use it on a daily basis. One in two Australians use YouTube. One in three Australians use LinkedIn. One in five Australians use Instagram. And now e-commerce is thriving because, you know, certainly as a mother, I, I have to have an online option if you want me to purchase from you because who knows what inspiration will strike at 1am when I'm nursing my baby. <laughs> uh, well, that's right. You're a captive audience. And I guess, um, you know, even 10, 15 years ago, we didn't really online shop probably like we do now. Absolutely. And, you know, consumers will even start that process before they engage with you online. So 90% of consumers actually read online reviews before visiting your business. About the same trust online reviews as much as personal recommendations. So I guess with all these sort of different aspects merging, it is easier to get a startup happening nowadays. You could probably launch an online business within 24 hours. You could register via a service like one of our perk partners, Veromo. They literally, you fill out one form and they set up your business name registration, your ABN, your ACN, your TFN, your GST and your domains. And I think you can do it in under half an hour. And then you can set up your Facebook page or your Instagram. Wow, that is crazy. Yes, so definitely the barriers to entry have lowered and it sounds like the turnaround to launch a business is even more truncated than ever. So thinking more about um, Mums & Co, I mean, you launched the business when you were about to have your second baby, literally. What opportunity did you see in Mums & Co and what are you really hoping that it will achieve? So when I was pregnant with my second son, I was approached by IG about forming an online business to help mothers succeed. It was an incredible opportunity to make the biggest impact helping mums and small business owners. And I really strongly believed that you shouldn't have to choose between your family and your career. That's literally in our in our DNA at Mums & Co. So, you know, this is my sole focus now. And I think that, um, you know, being, being a a mum is, or being a parent is, is hard. Running a business is hard. And when you combine the two, it takes a certain type of person to, to do that. Um, I absolutely think that you should be able to do that, but you need support. And Mums & Co is here to be, I guess, the smarter way of launching and running a business. 
No, I wish it was around when I started my business um, some 10 years ago. And you mentioned you were approached um, from IAG with financial backing as well as, I guess, the connections. I mean, how did you, for, for people who might be thinking, well, I'd love to have a partnership and, and start this fantastic idea that I'm having, you know, how would they go about it? Did they approach you? Did they know you already? Or did, was it sort of a more collaborative um, venture? I guess, first of all, networks, connections, they're really important. You know, I'm always trying to be the best version of myself and investing in people and giving back to others because you never know how they can help you and your business. We came together and we're very much a strategic partnership um, and launched Mums & Co as a venture together. Um, And our focus is on building a highly engaged community, Australia's largest community of connected and empowered mums in business. And because we're backed by IG, we actually have the strength, the security, the scale, and to get our members uh, even better perks and better services on board. Definitely. I mean, it does sound like it's a, it's a great partnership. And in terms of other people who might be interested to have a partnership of a commercial arrangement, very different to Baby Daily Addict, where I'm assuming you kind of started that uh, from your own funds. Is there anything, any tips you have to try and get that kind of support? Yes, Daily Addict was very much a bootstrap startup. <laughs> it was launched from my dining room table and, you know, I, I remember probably spending about $10,000 on my first website and now I could probably spend uh, under $100 and, and get that, that website up and running. <laughs> Look, I, I think that it really is about making the biggest impact that that we can to help business mums. I think corporates are starting to take notice of the startup space and that they're constantly trying to innovate. And by partnering with startups and investing in startups, they can actually be be part of that sort of that, that innovation process. And that can sort of permeate into how they can help their customers do, you know, uh, serve their customers better. So, Things like slingshotters, they're they're doing they're doing it definitely some can be a great by the sounds of it for sure. So you are a membership based online community with Mums and Co. And look, I've you know obviously I'm a I'm a member. I've looked around and I've sort of watched it from the beginning. It's very rich in content and case studies, and there's all little ideas and hacks if you like to help mums in business, um, whether whether they're in the startup phase or they're kind of successful already and established, or maybe that they're looking to exit. What is it particularly about mums in business that um, that we need that's different perhaps to just other small businesses out there? Well, um, you know, we listen really closely to what our members are telling us and we constantly hear their top challenges include things like finding more customers and sales, being constantly pressed for time. Um, that's probably something that's that that is even more prevalent. I know that with my two boys, you know, you you are sometimes working amongst constant interruptions, the odd sick child, um, drop-offs and pickups, and, uh, you know, you, you just really have to be focused with your time. It's also the isolation and the cost of running a business. So many of our initial offerings are addressing these, and uh, what our members tell us is they really love one of our one of our our perks, which is emergency, sorry, one of our concierge services, which is emergency childcare. So we can connect you to agency approved, police vetted childcare within 
three hours and that's nationally. So if you're a mum working for... Wow, that's incredible. How, how, how helpful that would have been many times running my business when, yes, you've got something big, a big speaking gig or some training and, you know, you just don't have any childcare. Yeah, so they're very tailored, you know. They're these We have, I guess, unique challenges. We have specific communication needs. Um, so if we're going to be holding an event, um, we want to make sure it's a family-friendly event. We were, we're about to hold out a, a series of events and there'll be childcare on site because, you know, you should be able to attend and, and broaden your mind and make connections whilst you need to look after the family as well. So, so those sorts of characteristics and those sorts of really understanding our members is what perhaps differentiates ourselves and and why we need something like Mums and Co. And I guess from a um, you know a financial perspective, we're a bit of a force to be reckoned with Mums in business. I mean, have you got any figures around the the sort of worth to the economy? It's a significant and probably the most important consumer segment. We we spend women spend. Uh, I don't have the exact figures, but we make eighty percent of the household decisions. If it's your small business, you're probably making 100% of those decisions as well. So, and we know that there are about 330,000 registered business owners that are women and have dependent children in Australia. But what I'm really excited about is also the space before that. If you're thinking of starting a business, maybe you've had the second child. It usually is is the trigger, the second child. (laughs) Things get very, very real. (laughs) And, you know, corporate life may not be supporting you or you just might need more flexibility. You can't, you can't, um, you know, part-time options that may, may be not available to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a landscape, which I think people are taking more seriously. And there's so many great success stories, um, some of which are members, of course, of Mums and Co. So just to step into a bit of a holistic view, do you have any hacks for people, like little tips about running successful online businesses in 2017? What would be sort of maybe two or three top tips you'd have? I think one of the the beautiful things about being online is that you can really engage with um, the data side of things. So um, you can really understand your customers um, and what they're doing and you can ask them what they want. So I think tools that help you do that, maybe it's something like setting up a bit of a a community um, on a Facebook page. So you can actually ask questions and get people involved in your brand and what you stand for. And you can also sort of exchange a lot of that information. I'd also automate wherever you can. So I'm a heavier user of of apps and tools that help me be more productive. Any Uh, top ones, any ones that you swear by? I am a big fan of Asana and CoSchedule. Okay, excellent. It's good to know. Good to know. So everyone listening out there, definitely have a look at those if you are looking at running online businesses and have busy commitments outside the office too. So with Mums & Co, it's obviously only just a year old and, you know, I guess you've got grand plans. Do you have an exit strategy? Is this kind of a business which you'll see yourself as being part of forever or you're not sure where this is going to lead? I'm very focused on, and, and you know, I, I find a lot of purpose in what we're doing at the moment. Um, like I said, in terms of I, I know how hard it is. When I had my first business, um, it was year five when I, I had my first child and I was pregnant when I launched the second. So I know how difficult it is and, and the challenges that, that, that you face. So I really want to help 
business mums across Australia, and I really want to help them catapult their business ambitions sooner. So our focus is on building the community right now. We know that that's where we have to be laser focused on. We have to listen to what they want. Um, I think we've done a, a great job launching a product um, and a platform, but now we have to figure out what are the services that are most of value. How can we help you with the challenges that you're experiencing? You know, we're finding that, that business stages uh, are really important. So tailoring the experience um, is something that we're looking at improving for, for this business stage that you're in. So right now, I, I'm not thinking about exit strategy. I'm thinking about how to best serve business mums. Absolutely. I guess you're kind of, you know, you're living and breathing it as well. So I guess you're, you're a great test for what works in terms of services and tools. And I'm a big believer no one really gets to where they are without some sort of inspirational figures or mentors in their lives. Are there any particular people that you have, I guess, drawn a lot of inspiration from or ideas or bounce things off on this journey in online business? I'm, I'm really lucky. I've had a few mentors throughout my career and I think I will always have mentors because um, I'm a lifelong learner and I'm curious and I want I'm hungry <laughs> for for information and and how people do things and 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 so um, there have been some significant mentors in my in my life. I'm also incredibly inspired simply by the people that front up every day, run a small business, try and make something work. The entrepreneurs and the startups that put put things on the line and you know they know in some ways they're no different to a small business owner. They probably do things a little bit quicker. Uh, which which puts you in a bit of a pressure cooker sometimes. So I'm really inspired by those people and my members. You know, there's there there are remarkable women who are who are doing things um, and pursuing their personal uh, so, sorry their professional ambitions and they're curating and solving amazing problems. Um, there's someone like Eve Eve, Eve Wintersberger. She's got a, a great little online business which is hiring baby sort of products or children's products. So it might be a pram or it might be a child seat. Um, if you're going to go interstate, um, she's providing a, a, a platform where you can actually hire this type of equipment. And for the people that are hiring it out, they can earn a little bit of money as well. So I think they're amazing problem solvers. They're the people that I'm inspired by. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's that's a fantastic community to be part of. And I guess you kind of are the, the chief mama there. If we could close off by sharing some of your best advice for listeners who are keen to understand how to get ahead in the, in the politics of online business, is there anything particular you think, I mean, get your crystal ball out that you think we should be aware of in the online business landscape to kind of help navigate our way and I guess be successful? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I, I probably have a mix of things. You know, there's, it is around problem solving and knowing if there's a real problem, then people are going to want to fix it and they're going to want to pay for it. So I think if you if you can start there, if you can start there, um, that's that's a great place to start. And you can validate if and you can validate if you have a customer base. That's probably the first area. I think it's also about staying really focused on what you're doing. There's a lot of noise, so. You know, I always go back to what um, tech entrepreneur Nick Lubinska said to me when I launched Daily Addict, and it was around, you know, you have to stay laser focused. Just get one happy customer first, then focus on the next 10, then the next 100, then the next 1,000, you know, and give your de yourself a deadline. If, if you need to be 
have one paying customer within the next 48 hours, who do you go for? Um, what do you do there? So some fantastic short-term goals, but the sounds of it kind of keep you motivated. Because I think that, like you mentioned, with the isolation of being a mum in business, a mum in online business can be very isolating. So I think some of those short-term goal ideas are very powerful. And surround yourself with people who, who get you, who support you, who back you, um, who understand what you're going with. So, you know, whether that's in a, in a, a business community, um, a, a network of sorts, mums and co, really you need to get information fast, um, celebrate the wins together and, you know, <laughs> commiserate together, but be a part of people on a similar journey as you. That's fantastic advice. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on The Politics of Everything. If you do want to connect further with Carrie and check out Mums & Co, there'll be some details on our show notes. It's been fantastic to have you here today, Carrie, and I'm sure everyone's got some fantastic ideas and a bit of inspiration about what makes you tick as well. If you are curious to find out more, as I said, do jump online. Otherwise, until next time, you've been listening to The Politics of Everything, and I'm Amber Danes. Thanks for listening today. If you've enjoyed the politics of everything, we thrive on feedback. So please add a short review and share the podcast with your network and your friends and family. I'm also always on the hunt for fabulous new guests. So if you've got a view to share and an idea how to get our listeners excited, please email me at amber at bespoke comms, that's B-E-S-P-O-K-E-C-O-M-M-S.com.au and we'll be sure to get back to you. Until next time.